0: That's Brett McKenzie behind the mic singing tunes from his new album, Songs Without Jokes. We talk to Brett about recording with the elite of the LA Session Cats. But first, we begin with chat about his old band, the Black Seeds. Shout out at a show I saw the other day. The Black Seeds played at the power station here a couple of weeks ago. And oh, all right. I think they mentioned they mentioned that you had written a song. You were a member of the band in early days, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So the um, yeah, I was one of the, the early members of the band, and that was one of my first bands. And they, I saw them last week as well. Actually, it's very weird for me to go to their concerts because I know the music. It's so, like I played this song for years, and, that, yeah. and um, uh, yeah, they sound great at the moment. Barney yep. and Dan, they it almost looked like time. had. It's like those guys have, don't look any older. I was like, wow, it looks like 2007. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they sound great. But yeah, I was in the band and we toured for years, actually. It was a, I was in the Black Seeds about the same time as Concords was starting. Yep. And um, I remember Rich, the drummer, going, well, what's Brick going to do if one day he like, goes to America and makes a TV show or something? And uh, What's the chances of that like, well, happening? What are the chances? And then like that happened. I was like, okay, guys, I got to leave the band. I'm an, I'm living in America. Yep, yep. So I um. But for a while there, I was kind of going. It was pretty. It was fun. I I toured the Black Seeds. We tour Auckland and Australia, and we tour New Zealand and Australia. And then then I jump into a go direct to like a comedy festival. To do the right. Melbourne Comedy Festival, Jermaine, and I was just back to back touring. It was fun, Ooh. really fun. And a lot of the stories from the Black Seeds were really um, were actually really. Uh, Great material for Concord's. What ended? They ended up influencing the TV show. Really, that's good. They were real real band stories. Yeah, it was like real band stories where, like, the manager's like, "Turn the van around! I left a bag of money. I left the money on top of the van. (laughs) Like five thousand dollars in cash lying on the side of the road."
0: (laughs) Fantastic! Excellent. So now you're back to doing the music thing. Songs without jokes. Obviously, from the title of the album, uh, you feel you kind of have to justify or explain yourself a little bit. So exactly, me- yeah,
1: yeah. I I was coming up with album names, and then I was telling people I was doing the doing this record, and that always the first question was, "Oh, is it comedy?" Right. And and I'd say, "Oh, no, it's not. I'm just songs. There's songs." I was considering the calling the album "Song Songs," um, right. and but it has it sort of hasn't entirely worked because I still end up having to explain that it's. Um, not comedy songs anyway but yeah. the idea was I wanted to sort of give the audience a bit of a head start to give them because I feel like there's a big thing with expectation yep. you know coming as a comedian and people coming to it and they they want to hear me do comedy songs so it's quite confronting I think for an audience to be like what what's he doing and yep. um, so yeah it was to kind of help Lead and even if it. and even
0: if they're familiar with you the, and the Black Seeds history, this sounds nothing like the Black Seeds. I got to say,
1: no, it doesn't. And I think so, a couple of people who are Black Seeds fans were like, "What is this, man?"
0: <laughs> but I am so, a big Harry Nielsen fan, and I can definitely hear his influence in there. So am I. Yeah, big,
1: big that seventies. I think in the time I've spent in LA, I've sort of fallen in love with that seventies and eighties LA studio sound. And um, Randy Newman, Harry Nilsson. Um, there's a bit of Dire Straits influence in there. Just that that sort of combination of songwriting on guitar or and piano, but then with a synth layer, it ends up sounding kind of that period. It's funny. I think to begin with, it was quite seventies, and then we thought, well, let's make it more contemporary, and we added synth, and it just ended up sounding eighties. <laughs>
0: that's that, that's how the that describes the eighties perfectly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's really so you, fun, you, you, so fun. you worked with a guy named mickey petrolia is that right it's, that's
1: right so mickey petrolia produced the album and he produced i met him um because he did all the concords um produced all the concords records and the t- music for the tv show and then we carried on working together and produced all the muppets film music right and he produced uh, basically any job i work on he produces the music and with me and um he's born and bred in la and um he worked with beck on uh, midnight vultures and um he's one of those guys it's quite nice he just knows everyone because he grew up in la so he just you go out with mickey or you're working on something and he's always bumping into it's like you're in new zealand but you're in los angeles with him because he knows knows everyone yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's a good quality i think i liked it because maybe because i come from wellington where everyone knows everyone yep yep Um, yep and sometimes yeah yeah so yeah he's (laughs) he's he's great and um really he, he and I both were kind of um, excited about the idea of doing a recording that wasn't for we've been doing a lot of film songs and often working on films. It's really fun because you get to work in these big studios with great session players, but there's quite a lot of notes and you're quite, you, you've got to hit these points for the character or you've got to tell the story. There's a lot of uh, heavy lifting that mm-hmm. the song has to do. And, um, we were both a little fatigued by that process, I guess. Um, and the idea of doing—we both were just like, wouldn't it be fun to do some songs with these session players, and just just for the sake of the songs.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, so the songs themselves—did you have? Are these songs that have been rattling around for a while? Or are they all written specifically for the album? What's the what's the backstory?
1: The, the songs were really just I just collected little fragments of songs from over the years, and as I so we really it, it doesn't the album we went into it not really knowing what was we were what was going to happen uh, because right. it was such a new thing for me finding it we weren't even sure what the sound was going to be right. uh, having spent so much time parodying genres <laughs> uh, it was like yep. okay well what's the what's and for me it was it was curious just learning how to sing the songs because I was going oh well I can make it sound like someone else but then what. Does it sound like if I'm trying to be myself? It was really quite a curious um, challenge. And, um, but yeah, really, 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 really fun at the same time. But the songs, I feel like they started off, I think the majority of them were little ideas that I would come up with that I didn't really know what to do with. And, and I'd often write songs in the evening after the kids were asleep. I often play my guitar then. And, 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 it's fun. I'd come up with songs. And if, if one was kind of good, my, my wife, I have a terrible memory. She'd be like, what's play that song you had played the other night. I was like, I can't even remember that. I don't know. I can't remember. Right, right. So I started recording them into like voice memos on my iPhone, which I feel like everyone does now. I'm and, afraid um,
0: they
1: do. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a, there must be a lot of songs out there in the, in the cloud. And uh, anyway, what's quite fun is my wife. Sometimes she's like, have you recorded this one? I like this. One. This one sounds good. So she's right. like, make sure I record like that one's good. And, I collected them up and I'd write them, I think perhaps that's why there's a sort of, uh, there's a bit of a, a moody kind of um, reflective tone to some of the songs, which I think comes from sitting, playing at night, Great. having sort of read the news, read the Guardian, yep, seen, yep. Calam- seen the calamity of the world, kids are sleeping, just like, oh God, oh God, what's happening?
0: Yeah, well, you have a song called Carry On that sounds just exactly like that scenario. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's, that's that's that vibe, yeah. yeah. So that, that feeling comes through in the record, and then I guess some of the songs have more of a, a daytime feel, um, you know, and That's L.A. was probably the first song that we started for the for the record.
0: Right, and that almost has like a little jazzy vibe to it.
1: Yeah, it's got a real kind of steely Dan, I guess, kind of jazzy, right. kind of like, and what was really um. Am- what was a blast was so the guitar player on the session is dean parks who oh, played the,
0: yeah okay. i know that played name. on the steely
1: dan records yeah so we, we it was just a great strange moment saying to dean could you do a guitar solo kind of like a steely dan style <laughs> he's, like, he's like yeah i got this i got, I got this, this. <laughs> he's like and then like he plays the solo and mickey and i just sitting there like uh oh, yeah right. that's that's really good that's good that's really good
0: <laughs> Well while we're dropping names, who else is playing on the record? Because I haven't got the oh man. Yeah,
1: the records, the 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 that's one beautiful thing about Los Angeles is the legend, these legendary players live there. Um uh Dean Park's on guitar, uh Joey Waronka is on drums.
0: Yeah,
1: uh who Mickey knew from playing with Beck. And he's kind of like an LA um uh, guy. And then Leland Sklar is the bass player who's an absolute legend. And um, Chris Caswell is the arranger who actually he kind of here's the connective part for me he came on I met him doing the Muppets because he (laughs) he um he played piano for Rolf in the in Jim Henson's early Muppets stuff so he was like did the Muppets music and um and he's probably in his 60s I guess and and so then when we started working on the films he goes you know you should get Lee Sklar to come and play bass you know and then he called he's friends with Lee so he sort of connected that the older generation of session musicians, yep, and then yep. Mickey Mickey connected the younger generation. Joey, who's not that not is my age, not young, and then Drew Erickson is the other player, a beautiful keyboard um, player who plays with a lot of great um, Wise Blood and um, Jonathan Wilson, and right. um, uh, he did the Aaron Ray record recently, and he's a beautiful arranger as well, he does string arrangements. So it was a cool combination of some older players, some younger players, and um, Daryl Thorpe uh, engineered. And he um, he's engineer. He works with the Foo Fighters a lot. Really right. amazing engineer. And he ended up mixing the record as well. So yeah, the crew were just it's total wrecking crew of yeah, and yeah yeah yeah. And Very it's cool. just that is just so. I mean, I was so I've been so lucky working on films because that's how I learned about that world because they. For film sessions, they bring in the, these great session players because they move fast. They yep. record the song and two takes, and you're done. You move to the next track. So you, it's um, it's high budget for those films, but it's really fast. You move really fast, and the studio are there going. Okay, next song, keep moving. And um, but I just saw how this process can work because I'd come from working in Wellington, mm-hmm. where it's just take a lot more time. People trying mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on, trying ideas, and totally different process. But I I, I um. There's something very special about these the, these session players and, and their ability. They can play a song, which is quite, I mean, I'm more of a cut and paste type player. I've right. up, you know, like a lot of, um, but these guys- A bit are, from here, a bit from there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, These they play, they play for so many years and they play, you know, they do these single takes and you do the whole song and they, then you stop and they go, you go, okay, that was great. And they go, and then the guitar player might say, okay, can you punch me in bar 26? Yeah. And he punches in the two bars that he he knows he made a mistake and he's remembered.
0: Yeah, and he punches that's
1: amazing. And it. It's something else. It's absolutely something it's something else. Yeah, really. So are you playing
0: the piano throughout?
1: No, I sing. I play I play a bit of guitar and a bit of synth, but I ended up I did the demos, so I'd play all the parts on the demos, bass and guitar, and but then as we got once we got these guys in, they re, they replayed all the instruments really. There's right. a few parts of mine survived, but it's yeah. quite hard to compete with these guys actually. It's i a thing like Dane on guitar i'm like i'm like there's something like this and then he plays i'm like damn how am i gonna play that i'm got yep. to learn how he played
0: that yeah. yeah 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 and i see there's a couple of videos that and i see some familiar faces in those videos uh, yeah uh, one for a little tune which is actually mm. the longest track on the album oh, nice. yeah yeah, yeah good point, good point. Uh, you got madeline <laughs> and in there
1: here's a little song to let you know i love just a little tune to let you know I care a super melody because I've been thinking of you I want you to know I wish that I was there. Ellen Sami yeah and um she's in the video we shot at Whanganui that was really fun and then Isra Simons is the um video director He's right. from a band, Earth Tongue. He's in a Kiwi band. Oh Earth yes, Tongue. I'm going
0: to see them tonight. Yeah, oh, and Dick Move
1: that too, yes. right? Yes, yes. Mate, you're in for a treat. It's so good. It's so fun. So Ezra, the drummer, he's a really incredible video music video
0: director. I had no idea.
1: And, and um, and he works with Gussie on videos as well. Gussie's the guitar player in the band. Yep. You see. I just saw Gussie
0: there. two nights ago at the Tuning Fork. Right,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she works there. <laughs> right, right. Okay, yeah. So, you know, and then the new, the newer video um, has Liv Tenor and Ben Lemmy, who's Ben's the drummer in the, in my band. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's the... That's the and a, the
0: like the horns in a little tune, very New Orleans vibe, kind of, where does that come from?
1: they come from new orleans <laughs> great answer <laughs> yeah. i thought
0: were they good really
1: uh, no jokes <laughs> they uh they were um being jeffy arranged them and he um plays with the preservation hall jazz band which is an old new orleans um jazz yep. group and coincidentally we have the same manager oh, no okay so when i played it to my manager mike he was like we should get some horns you should put some horns on the song and then So Ben um, arranged the horns and there, yeah, that's just amazing horn players from New Orleans. Yeah. Right. There's horns on two two songs on the album. That was kind of during COVID. It was kind of, if, I guess if COVID hadn't been there, I would have got, I would have got the chance to go there, but because of COVID, it was like a email the track and then they recorded it. And um, it was quite special, I think, because it was one of the first recordings they'd done after a year of being, of isolating. Right. And um, New Orleans was pretty hard with COVID. (laughs) So yeah, Ben was like, man, we had so much fun on this. Everyone was just so excited to like play.
0: Cool, cool, cool. So you, yeah. you alluded to how we're going to do this live. You are doing a tour here, uh, playing some gigs. What's gonna What's that going to be like? What can we expect?
1: Yeah, well, I've, we've been rehearsing. I've put together this band of awesome Wellington players, and we've got right. nine of us for the New Zealand tour. Um, we Yeah, it's massive. It's really um unviable project. Um, yeah. And um, so you you will be making no money. <laughs> so making no money, but I think we're going to have a really good time. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been fun learning the songs and figuring out how they'll play live. And I think I'm kind of for me, it's at the expectation of coming from Concords and doing comedy shows. I'm so used to the the main reason for playing is to make people laugh. That's the, right. that's the that's the sort of measure of success in a comedy yep. and doing comedy show but um so i've got to switch gears and i still want to entertain i want the audience to have fun but i'm also trying to figure out ways to go from a song that's fun or funny into a song that's uh, more just purely emotional and see mm. and navigate that that as a live show but yep. i uh so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun for, it's gonna be a curious balance but I've, there's a lot of people do that i'm quite inspired by like anika moa is a great example of someone who's a really fun live show but then can suddenly drop into a beautiful heartfelt song yep it's not it's i think it's for the audience it's probably not as much of a challenge as it is for my
0: mind right right. so instead of making them laugh you got to make them cry When. (laughs) yeah yeah i don't think i'm gonna make them cry we'll see (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, very and then in the long term what uh, are you thinking ahead to your next project what are you kind of yeah about, i've started
1: on... writing songs for for another record and um we we've actually already tracked um the did a first tracking session so yeah i'm, I'm definitely thinking more um more music i'm gonna be i'm feeling less obsessive about no jokes i, I feel like that was i was quite obsessive on this record it was like right. i want to do something different yep. now i feel like having made it i'm like oh well now i feel comfortable with this doing something that can be funny and cannot and not doesn't need to be funny so do you see what I mean? I'm, I yep, can, yep. I'm, feeling, I'm feeling like I'm finding this space, and um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And at the same time, I'm, I'm I've still got I'm writing songs for films, um, right. so that um, that um,
0: that keeps that funds this um, helps me keep this thing going. This cool. nine piece yeah. band. That kind of brings me back to Harry Nilsson, because like I said, big fan, and he you know he had without you big serious tearjerker, but you listen to those albums, and they're hilarious. Oh. It's so funny. breaking my heart. I mean, come on. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. I I feel like there's something, I might be wrong, but I feel there's something about that time recording in the 70s where you would spend enough time in the studio that you would do some serious ones. And then you probably were like, the band was probably desperate to do something. You just let off some steam playing something ridiculous. And often a couple of those would end up on the record because they'd be just fun tracks. Um, And I think it's hard to do that now because often you go in the studio and you've got, one day or two days you kind of, everyone's kind of got the demos that they've worked out and the songs are built there's not it's hard to create an environment where there's that playfulness in the in a, in a recording yeah. um, so I'm I'm definitely interested in that
0: that that sort of zone yeah all righty very good well, we'll wrap this up. Uh, you're going to be up here at the Auckland Town Hall in the middle of September for a couple of shows, I see. So, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That'd come along. Exciting. I'll put you, I'll make sure you, I'll put your name on the door. You got to come, come check out.
0: <laughs> Thank you you're very around. much. Fantastic. Yeah. And good luck with everything. Thank you. Sweet, man. Thanks, buddy. See you. Yep. Bye bye. Bye.